Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. I must go, must leave this Okay, people, before we get started, I would greatly appreciate it if you would take two seconds to hit that subscribe button and hit that bell to be notified if you haven't already. We drop new episodes of Forever News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, and we upload those segments into smaller videos throughout the week for your viewing pleasure. Thank you for your time. Let's jump into the episode, baby. First up, this one was pretty freaking huge. I was like, oh, oh. Oh, I don't want to say times has changed because, yeah, this has been a concurrent thing for a bit now, but One Piece fans, rejoice. Dragon Ball fans, it's not the time to rejoice because, yeah, there's some massive news coming out regarding One Piece Film Red. As of the recording of this video, it's been out a few days now, closing in on a week. And yeah, One Piece Film Red is doing astronomical. We'll get to the bit about why Dragon Ball fans should feel a certain way. But yeah, One Piece Film Red seems to be taking Japan by storm right now because it has been released only in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think outside of Japan it's gotten a release yet, but it is doing gangbusters. Let's read. For starters, One Piece Film Red has earned a total of 2,254,237,030 yen with 1,579,552 admissions over a two-day period in Japanese theaters. One Piece Film Red has become the highest opening movie of the whole One Piece franchise with the second biggest opening day in Japan's history and the second biggest opening weekend ever in revenue. But it gets even spicier than that because that's already like, oh, oh, you, you put big shanks up in that bad boy and we cooking with some gas, but it gets even grander. Because according to this news article on Anime News Network, One Piece Film Red opens at number one with 2.25 billion yen. The One Piece Film Red anime film ranked at number one in the Japanese box office in its opening weekend. The film sold 1.58 million tickets and earned about US $16.7 million in its first two days. The film earned 78% more in its first two days than the previous film, One Piece Stampede. Whoa! That's crazy! Because if I'm not mistaken, I remember Stampede, one of the biggest selling points was... Yo, Luffy's going up against somebody that was on Roger's crew. We got this dude, Bullet, like... Hello. So the fact that this did 78, I I'm going to have to attribute majority, if not all of this to Shanks. <laughs> Shanks and, of course, the reveal of Shanks having a daughter, but in particular, it being a Shanks-centered movie and this did it more than stampede did in its first three days one piece stampede opened on a friday as opposed to one piece film red saturday opening the film opened in japan last saturday the film has imax screenings in 27 theaters in japan that opened alongside regular screenings the film also had mx 4d 4x and dolby atmos screenings on opening day crunchyroll will theatrically screen the upcoming one piece film red anime film in the united states canada australia and new zealand this fall the screenings will be available in both japanese audio and english subtitles and in english dub and of course we already know that this film centers around shanks and his daughter uta and i just gotta say bravo this just made me even more excited because over there in japan if they're going bonkers for this considering stampede it sold that's 
honestly astronomical because if I'm not mistaken, didn't Stampede come in 2019? Didn't it release before we entered the pandemic and whatnot? I'm saying all that to say because the next piece of news is probably going to get a couple people upset. It is what it is. Don't worry. I'm still going to support it next week when it drops. But apparently One Piece Film Red it says here, One Piece beats Dragon Ball Super. One Piece Film Red beats Dragon Ball Super Superhero Movie by collecting 29 million in five days. Oh, so as of the recording of this, I'm a little off. It's already been out for five days and made almost $30 million, while Dragon Ball Super Superhero only collected $17 million in 60 days. So in five days, it is close to doubling, eclipsing the living crap out of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Now let's talk about this because this is something very, very interesting. I remember when I reported on Dragon Ball Super Superhero's opening weekend sales, opening day, opening week, all of that stuff, a lot of people were attacking me saying, Fnev, you don't know what you're talking about. The pandemic has made things a lot harder. People can't go to the movies because Dragon Ball Super Superhero had did like half of what Broly did. Like it was a, a fragment of what the Broly film had did prior. And a lot of people were saying it's because, you know, pandemic. People ain't going to the movies like that anymore. All of that stuff. Well, so then how do you explain One Piece Film Red not only eclipsing Superhero in a small fraction of the time, but also doing 78% more than what Stampede did back in 2019 pre-pandemic? Nothing. I get it. You're going to say Film Red. Okay, well, Dragon Ball Super Superhero had Gohan Central the whole entire theme which is what fans have been screaming out for days I think it was definitely the CGI can we all agree that the CGI heard it like is that a hard thing to understand that yo they took a risk they tried something new they tried to go in a different direction they went more family friendly or whatnot and that CGI was a big mistake or are we still going to pretend that it was the pandemic it was that Toriyama farted like are we gonna just keep on with the BS like I remember too and that was bonkers I was seeing and I don't know if this is true or not so don't quote me on this this is what i saw that apparently toriyama's son was his name sasuke oh my god it might have been sasuke i'm not sure but either way toriyama's son was the one that was in charge and he was overseeing dragon ball super superhero so then they even threw him out which god damn you sent him as a, you know a lamb to the slaughter so to speak for fans that are upset about this honestly it just shows me for starters major hold on major major collapse for One Piece film red for One Piece baby because that's insane honestly I'm gonna keep it real I didn't realize I don't think I was too in on things at that particular moment in time when Stampede came out so I wasn't 100% on point with what was going on but yo dog I remember from the promos I saw and everything I was like yo this dude bullet this is Luffy going up against somebody from Roger's crew. This is huge. Like, I was way more excited for that than I was for even Film Gold. Film Gold, I was like, um, Stampede, I was hyped. So the fact that Film Red eclipses even that, that is a testament to how amazing this film gotta be. I can't freaking wait. Oh, my God. And also, the fact that Dragon Ball Super Superhero is doing this poorly and one piece is doing and they're both by toei animation both by the same company i think there's a testament to cgi is not the wave bro not for established ips like this like hey if the title goes dormant for 20 30 years and nobody cares anymore and 3d cg is completely universally acceptable maybe you could try it you can't do a switcheroo like that when so many people are already in love with what it looks like at this particular point granted if it would have come out and if dragon ball super superhero would have been to the level of something like arcane i think maybe people would have been a little bit more susceptible to it but this is a clear indication that fans spoke with their wallets and i'm gonna just keep it a buck with you i already have my tickets pre-ordered my family wants to go check it out regardless so i'm gonna go support the dragon ball superhero film make no mistake about it this isn't some person that is a hater and not no, I'm, I'm still going to watch it. I'm, granted, I'm not the most enthusiastic about going to see it in 3D CG, but I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to hopefully try my best to enjoy it. I'm trying to go with a clean slate. I know it's going to be some somewhat epic stuff with Gohan and Piccolo on there, so that's where I'm going to keep my mind at, but... It's a clear indication that over there in Japan, it was a failure. And more than likely, they're probably going to scrap any future endeavors with 3D CG and Dragon Ball. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that this slapped the living shit out of them and told them, 
hey, they, they don't want this. Don't do the TV anime this way because I ain't gonna lie, that'll be the death blow for Dragon Ball. If they don't take this loss now, if they feel like the best move for them is to reuse these assets for the TV anime and move forward like that, they're gonna get a rude awakening. They're gonna get a bad rude awakening of fans saying, no, we're not accepting this. We wanted, I ain't gonna lie, I was totally fine with the Tournament of Power art style. Then when they kind of revamped it a bit and used the Shitani, you know, art style or whatnot, for the Dragon Ball Super Broly film. I was okay with that too. They jumped shark with this one and let's see if they reel it back in. But again, I kind of derailed from the whole point of this is that One Piece Film Red is seemingly a smashing success off rip. Five days, almost $30 million over there in Japan. Let's freaking go, baby. Red haired shanks. Uh, I got to attribute a lot to that. That and him having a daughter. People, you know what I'm saying? One Piece is 25 years deep, dog. <laughs> like, it, it's been going for a long time. People wanted to see... Yo, the man that saved Luffy in chapter one, episode one is, well, was he in episode one? I forget that. I know the anime deviated from how the manga did it, but yeah, uh, red-haired Shanks saved the day, baby. 30 million, let's go. I am beyond pumped to watch this shit. I'm still gonna support Superhero. I'm not a hater. I'm just a realist, and yeah, bad moves. Next up, in other related but unrelated 3D CGI news, um, Berserk. Relax, people. It's not 2016 anime is returning or some crazy shit like that, although I'm gonna keep it real. I'm in the minority of I love Berserk so much that I will accept a shit sandwich of a 3D CGI anime. No, <laughs> no I actually did try to throw up a fight for it, but it was mainly off of the source material which at the end of the day if i love the source material hello go read the goddamn manga but i'm derailing because apparently we got a little bit of news regarding berserk and one of the movies berserk the tv broadcast of the golden age trilogy memorial edition will have new scenes including the bonfire of dreams tons of new and redone cuts and new music by suzumu hirasawa and shiro sagisu it's starting in October so in October but they're basically gonna do a recut of the three Berserk films with uh, new music from Suzumu Hidasawa if you don't know about that then you should go listen to Forces Tokiwa Nami. yeah go go listen to that shit um, I am very very excited about this I'm hoping that they take some of the really bad because it says here they're gonna have new scenes including the bonfire of dreams tons of new and redone cuts which I'm hoping that that means that maybe they'll redo some of the 3D CG that looked really bad. Obviously, they can't redo all of it. There's scenes where there's like hordes of soldiers that are straight up 3D CG. Although you could probably do, I don't know, blur them out or something. Like figure something out with that. But especially some of the scenes that looked really bad where it's like a close-up of Guts or Griffith or something like that. I, I, I'd like, yeah, some new redone scenes. Now granted, the Berserk Films 3D CG were nowhere near as bad as the 2016 anime when they went that direction with that so thankfully it's not like they have to completely redo stuff but yeah and that also means we will probably get re-releases of those films and thank goodness and I'm also hoping that because you already know in case you don't the Berserk manga despite the untimely demise of the legendary great iconic arguably the god of manga Kentaro Biura you know that the manga is still going so if they're redoing you know they're rebroadcasting these films which if it's happening in October that's probably perfect timing for Halloween and stuff like that gets you in the spirit I usually always rewatch Berserk during Halloween time it's like a I don't know tradition for me at this particular point could mean something could mean maybe they're gearing up they're trying to get a little test of the waters like yo because it's sad but true that Berserk went crazy massively viral like it never has when Kentaro Miura passed away they might be testing the waters and the markets to see well let's see what, what it's like now like Berserk has notoriously never been the most popular thing in terms of the anime like you've seen the original anime they didn't have much hope for it the art looked kind of good at certain points but the anime was pretty bad it, to me it's still the best version of berserk anime we have but the original 90 was it 97 early 2000 something the original berserk anime it probably didn't do all that well for them and again it was poorly made the movies they decided to do that 3d cg mess 
You already know how that went. And then the 2016-2017 anime, yikes. So maybe they're just trying to test the water, see what happens here. And who knows, if it does well, they might reconsider. Maybe they'll hit up, I don't know, the dude that did Castlevania. He showed interest a while ago of like, yo, dog, I'd love to take a crack at it. There's so many studios, honestly. I'd imagine a lot of it was probably just Kentaro Miura's own decisions of maybe he was like, yo, I just want to do it with these people. I rock with these people. Maybe now that, you know, things are a little bit different, maybe some other bigger studios can come in and invest and give fans the berserk anime that they deserve i am totally fine with forgetting the 2016 2017 anime even putting the old anime to the side if they want to start from scratch with beautiful art and animation i know we're not going to ever get studio ufotable map was probably a pipe dream as well but if we could get a top quality studio to really give us from the ground up i will re-watch faithfully every episode of that adaptation all the way through flat out i don't care i would i would gladly do it even if it's a 24 episodes a year seasonal fine i'll do a golden age rewatch or whatever they decide to do i'm here for it so hopefully this means more to come but as it stands at the very least we're getting some recuts new music and a bunch of cool stuff for the original three berserk films i can't wait to see what they do moving forward jujutsu kaisen anime fans due to jujutsu kaisen zero i'm gonna just keep it real in a buck it feels like it's forever and a day ago now that jujutsu kaisen season one ended the uproar of how amazing it was was like no other we got some comments from staff from studio mappa regarding jujutsu kaisen season two and i know i've covered a lot of commentary about it but i ain't gonna lie i'm excited and i want to know more of like yo what's good what we doing with this mappa staff talks about jujutsu kaisen season two in an interview with crunchyroll shout out to crunchyroll uh seko said thank you so much for watching the television series and the movie season two will continue the incredible story from the original comic so i'm sure it will meet the expectations of the fans Otsuka. The first season of the TV series and the movie have been very, very successful. I love that they put very, very. Like, yeah, they have been, huh? Uh. We would like to leverage that success for season two, but we are not going to be doing the same thing and repeat ourselves. To the fans of the series, I would like to show even greater success and bigger growth with season two for both Jujutsu Kaisen and mappa interesting that they're not going to repeat themselves from season one i wonder what they mean by that granted they're going to follow the original comic so it's not like hey we're going to go anime original if they go anime original i'm gonna strangle somebody i'm gonna just give it a bug dog i'm gonna throw an absolute fit i'm gonna be like i don't know one of those memes that you see or some shit like do not diverge unless gege gave full blessing and was completely in control of that situation do not diverge but yes the fact that they're not going to be repeating themselves that's interesting i wonder what if they're just referring to like techniques that they use because jujutsu kaisen season one was beautiful like if you just stay at that quality there's no complaints from anybody so the fact that they're going to level up maybe they're learning a thing or two in the process of creating the chainsaw man anime because i'd imagine that has been extremely complicated animating a freaking chainsaw with the 3d cg mixture of 2d and I ain't gonna lie, which, don't get me wrong, I do not want any 3D CG in Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. There wasn't barely any, if any, that was noticeable in Season 1. But if they decide to go that route to a certain degree, the way Chainsaw Man does it, seemingly off that trailer anyway, <laughs> let's not get carried away, I would be fine with it. I would be totally okay. A panda looked like he was 2D, but somehow there was a 3D model that they rolling around, which I think they probably did a lot of that in Season 1 as well. We'll see what happens. And then Matsutani said, for those fans who supported the franchise, we have nothing but the deepest appreciation. So thank you so much. In developing the wonderful work of Akutami Sensei's story, we we would like to capture many more fans by creating a deep and meaningful anime and you know how you do that i'm gonna give you guys the secret studio mappa listen up you ready continue to stick to adapting the fucking manga i know that might sound a little bit wild a little bit eccentric i know but you know just stick to the script don't go off course. Not that y'all have. I'm not trying to insinuate that y'all ever did some crazy shit. Y'all been on par with being faithful to adaptations. But gotta throw that out there. You never know. They might get some wild ideas. Like, let's throw in some fucking, I don't know, Nobara taking a shit filler. That'll be a great episode. Don't do it. Stick to the script. And we're golden. So, yeah. At least they're giving us a little bit of enthusiasm in there. Of like, nah, we're going hard. We're trying to really make this shit pop. We're trying to make this shit lit. That's what I want to hear. I want some Jujutsu Kaisen greatness. I want to ask you guys before we carry on, for people that are caught up with the anime and whatnot or even have read the manga, I guess I should say, 
Do you want them to only focus in on prior to Shibuya or how do you think that's going to work? Like at this point, I'm questioning how much material is in between the end of or after season one and the beginning of Shibuya. Because in my mind at this point, we're probably going to get a season or half a season before Shibuya starts or they might even I hope they don't do this because I'm a little bit scared that they're going to do a 12 episode of what we have in between now and the beginning of Shibuya and then Shibuya will be another year for like 24 episodes of you know the Shibuya arc or something like that which I think it'll take more than just 24 episodes to do all of Shibuya maybe I'm off on that but yeah I'm, I'm hoping that we don't just which don't get me wrong there's a lot of rich material with Gojo in particular that should come up very soon but I'm worried that they're going to pull uh, like you know how Attack on Titan went from 25 episodes and then the second season was 12 and like how Demon Slayer kind of did that as well we had like that big ass recap Mugen train of episodes but it was really just like an 11 episode season I'm hoping that they don't go that route with Jujutsu Kaisen so just a couple of things to be skeptical keep in mind I'm not saying that you know I don't trust them Mappa I've been knocking it out the park so to speak but gotta stay on your toes with these things you know what I'm saying you never know what could happen and yeah there it is Mappa is going hard and they're gonna try and change some shit up from what they did with season one but they're gonna be hopefully faithful to that that source material though Gagaku Tommy is a is a G out in these streets don't play next up My Hero Academia fans we got a couple of pieces of My Hero Academia news and I'm excited for it because because, you know, with My Hero Academia, the last couple seasons of the anime, it's been a little bit of a, I don't want to say complete disappointment, but in particular with My Villain Academia, that was disappointing. And then season four, there was pieces that the animation should have just been way better with Medio and stuff like that. So there's been some ups and downs with the last couple seasons of My Hero Academia. But according to some of these pieces of information we got, apparently Studio Bones has been putting in a lot of effort. Again, I got to imagine that it's just that their most talented staff gets delegated elsewhere. The movies in particular, those goddamn movies. I don't care. I don't want no more roadie. No. But according to this, for starters, it says Bones has five sub studios of which Studio C is exclusively kept for My Hero Academia. So they have a studio called Studio C that they strictly use to make My Hero Academia. Bones president says Studio C is constantly working on the anime all year with no other task than to make sure the cores are ready each year for release. Which, that's great. But how talented are the staff? Like, what are the staff that you're using? And how much, what is the time? Like, there's still a lot of things that is like, okay, that's great. I, I'm happy that you guys are delegating a studio strictly to the creation of My Hero Academia. But then why isn't, if the studio is so great and everything, why aren't we getting things at the quality of, like, season three of My Hero that was just, you know, banging out the park or season two of My Hero? You know what I'm saying? So those are the things that I'm like, great. You got a, a studio strictly for My Hero Academia. But then why aren't you knocking it out the park unless you're taking your most talented staff and putting them elsewhere <laughs> those movies fuck those movies no it's not fuck those movies i really enjoy it. especially the second movie that shit was freaking heat but if it's taken away from the anime you know the tv anime then and then also this is words from crunchyroll expo 2022 regarding my hero academia my hero academia is brought up and bones is working on season six minami is asking how the company can put out content yearly and keep the quality the president says everyone does their best to start with my hero academia the source content is coming out weekly so the anime is almost annual in its handling studio c is constantly working on the anime all year with no other tasks so this is pretty much what we heard before one good thing about keeping my hero one studio is that it allows animators to grow their skills each season however that means that their visions can clash at times and lead to bickering but in the oh, yo is there drama in the studio i would love to see some drama up in there put some cameras in there and make the studio c reality tv show motherfuckers throwing pens and shit no nani sore sore wa nan desu ka daijoubu daijoubu i don't know what the fuck i said but yeah <laughs> but in the end it has given bones very talented animators horikoshi the my hero academia creator is said to be way too amazing the team at bones is chasing to keep up with his pace so if the studio does not do its best they would be betraying the creator season six will have a lot of fights and production is going smoothly i don't want smoothly i want excellent i want to hear that production just made him bust a nut in his pants before he got on stage i don't want just like yo it's going smooth like we've had smooth with seasons four and five and 
Look at that letters, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully it's a little bit more than smooth, especially that I'm going to say it straight up and down. This is make or break from My Hero Academia for me personally in terms of the way I'm going to look at the anime moving forward. If they drop the ball on this, because this is still the best arc of the series, they drop the ball on My Villain Academia, they drop the ball on the overhaul situation, you drop the ball on this one, I'm going to have to look at it as, nah, it's My Hero Academia manga over anime all day. I'm already close to that, but I really have a fondness for My Hero Academia anime. I mean, majority of us, we've been from RIP, you know, I was with Funimation on live streams for the launch you know what I'm saying I was kind of involved in a little bit of the process of the marketing side of things over here in the west so I have a soft spot for the anime you make this season not what it's supposed to be you downplay my guy my favorite character of the two favorite characters I have in case you don't know Shigaraki Tomura and my guy Endeavor you play with them because they're supposed to have like the most godlike moments of the series here I'm going to be very upset. So hopefully Studio Bones learned their lesson, got the feedback. We didn't get movies this summer. Instead, they threw out those little OVAs and shit like that. Maybe we can actually get some quality anime. I, I, I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying because Horikoshi in that season made his best work to date. Don't drop the ball. Studio C, we coming for you if you play. Nah, no threats. I'm just joking. Relax, dog. I'm just some, I'm just some anime dude in the West that's very passionate, okay? <laughs> Bleach fans, oh you can't, I've got some, no, I'm not Billy Butcher, what, no. <laughs> Bleach fans, Bleach fans, I've got some news for you. Well, it's not much of news, but um, they're revving up and continuing on with Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War anime. Y'all know it's supposed to be coming out, damn, less than two months now, I think, or about two months or whatnot. We're getting real close after a freaking decade of no anime, but uh, right here we got Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War anime, new key visual, and on it we see, again, the Quincy leader, uh, Juha Bak. We got Chad. Chad, what are you doing? Get your ass out of here. <laughs> we got Uriu in the back looking ominous. We got Orahime and all of her love and glory. We got Rukia on there. Isn't that Rukia's old design? Why does that look like Rukia from, like, prior to the time skip of you know with the whole genjo and shit uh we got renji renji looks it renji has the cool i've always said renji has like one of the coolest designs in bleach like even there renji looks the coolest out of all of them then we got ichigo and it looks really dope honestly it's like we got the trailer the trailer looks sick we're getting visuals after visuals this new key visual looks sick as hell i'm just hoping that they make it make it work make it pop and it actually looks exactly what bleach fans deserve because just keeping it real i don't know what studio piro at this point is capable of in terms of like you know no matter what is being said we got to see it in full, you know we got to see three episodes five episodes to see where they're really taking it we know studio piro when they want to show out we've seen time and time again back in the bleach days we've seen it in naruto we see it in boruto when they actually try they could make some really freaking gorgeous stuff so bleach right now after a decade of waiting it deserves no less than full-on studio mappa studio affordable type of treatment flat out so we'll see i mean these visuals are very promising but but, I mean, there's Orient visuals that make that shit look great. And, you know, Orient kind of sucks in terms of animation. So, time will tell. But, at the very least, these key visuals look a little bit pretty, my lord. I'm kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. And, yeah, it seems as though they're revving their engines up. Man, I, we better get a Bleach game out of this shit. I ain't going to lie. It's been too long. I could go right now and play Soul Resurrections. That shit was heat. And, oh, God, Brave Souls. I'll still, to this day, that's the best gotcha game ever made. My favorite gotcha game ever made, Bleach Brave Souls. And I know I derailed, but yeah, Bleach, October 2022, on air. Let's go. Moving forward, coming out of Crunchyroll Expo 2022. It seems like we got a lot of things out of Crunchyroll 2022. Like, it's not necessarily anime announcements because I think we're at the time where, you know, you get the anime announcements last year. This year, you get a little more insight into it at conventions and whatnot. But Mob Psycho 100 fans, it's kind of crazy that this news slides across my desk because about a couple hours ago, I was in the car with my kids and we was all singing, if everyone is not special, maybe you can't be what you want to be. Yo, don't play with me. Bob Psycho, hands down, has some of the best 
openings in all of anime. I freaking love those openings, especially opening one for me, though. That shit just, it knocks. It's going to teach the next generation of kids how to count, you know what I'm saying? We've got great news regarding Mob Psycho 100 Season 3, which still baffles me we're getting a season three honestly i was under the impression that there wasn't enough manga content to make a season three i thought it was pretty much donezo after season two and maybe we get a movie but apparently there's enough and it's coming in october but according to this one considering the landscape of anime has been an absolute nightmare from slam dunk the movie to dragon ball super superhero to there's been quite a few different things that has been announced to be 3D CGI adapted. Thankfully, according to some people down at Studio Bones, we don't got to worry about that nonsense with Mob Psycho. It says here, Mob Psycho 100 Anime Season 3 won't have any CGI animation. Bone Studio President Masahiko Minami talks at Crunchyroll Expo 2022 that Mob Psycho 100 will be entirely hand-drawn work. Hold on. Hold on, we gotta do it. We gotta do it for Mob Psycho 100. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, yes, for Mob Psycho, don't get me wrong, we gotta do it, but we gotta do it for Masahiko Minami. He knows, he knows, he knows that nobody wants that shit. We don't care about the budgets and nothing like that. We don't want it. He knows. So he was like, I'm gonna address this shit and nail it right here and now. And Mob Psycho has been notorious for having some of the most beautiful art and anime. Well, art, you could argue a lot of people maybe aren't that fond of one's art style in particular like that's straight up one from you know the manga to the anime or whatnot but i love mob psycho the animation has always been fluent a lot of my hero academia fans have complained that yo dog they shorted my hero so that mob psycho could be gorgeous what the fuck and it doesn't seem to be the case here. It seems as though they're going to put their best foot forward. And I just love that. Hold on. Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 will be entirely hand-drawn work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because it's been a freaking CGI 3D nightmare out here in these streets, okay? How many stories am I telling you guys of, oh, they're going 3D CG with this. They're going 3D CG with that. Yo, Kingdom was ahead of its time, dog. It tried that shit years ago. It failed, mind you, and they had to readapt and start doing 2D moving forward. But they was ahead of their time with the bullshit over there. And yeah, it didn't work out. And Mob Psycho is making sure to let y'all know that. No, 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 no. We're, we're in for still that same type of greatness we got, hopefully, with season one and two. Because you never know, they could drop the ball and get the, you know, D-list animators to come through. I don't think that's going to be the case. They usually treat Mob Psycho with exactly deserves, and that's respect. So put some respect on Masahiko Minami's name, bro. Like, yo, no 3D CG, yes. But yes, people, Mob Psycho 100, according to president of Studio Bones, it's going to be hand-drawn, 2D, just the way I like it, my lord. They're not being cunts. Yeah, I've been watching too much of the boys. Don't don't look at me. I, I can't. <laughs> Next up, prepare to get bullied! No, not really, relax, don't report this video for bullying, come on, now I'm talking about anime here, dog. it's nothing to do with that, but please don't bully me or whatever the heck the English translation is of don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro-san, I got two of the volumes right next to me, and I got a volume of Mob Psycho, we just was talking about Mob Psycho and the other story, but fans of Nagatoro, according to this article, seems as though that next season is not that far away, and I'm really excited, I actually, that was a pleasant surprise for me, there's certain anime, I check out an episode, and I'm like, I'm probably not gonna like it, but let's just see, whatever, why not, and I remember I was like, oh shit, I, I like this, and I watched the whole thing, and I really enjoyed it, and according to this article, it says here, don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro, anime season two airs from january 2023 so the winter 2023 season of anime we start off with miss nagatoro and i'm happy that's a great time especially you know that'll be in the middle of cuffing season so you could go grab your gal and um go nuts and i mean it in multiple ways <laughs> yeah that's a really just chill enjoyable funny anime and i'm looking forward to its return honestly i didn't expect we were even gonna get season two i was like it's dope but i don't see them making more of this and thankfully i was wrong we're getting more nagatoro let's freaking go baby hopefully they keep it to the same level as season one though because you know sometimes 
sometimes they get a little ahead of themselves yo we saw massive success we can relax like nagatoro san one of the things that i absolutely loved about it is like it had these references you know we had one point where she was joking around about hajime no ipo and stuff like that keep that same charm because i do think that they took liberties with the nagatoro anime now that i remember like they would add stuff from different chapters and whatnot because it's like a four panel comic if i'm not mistaken it's not like a full-on straight up serious manga although there's serious moments and whatnot so i think they kind of skipped around and it worked i mean i don't see nagatoro manga readers really complaining like i think the anime was adorable it was really funny and yeah can't wait for january 2023 we got some good news honestly it looks like from here on forward october on we're just gonna be home run after home run because yeah 2023 we got like marshall incoming potentially undead on luck we got a few things for 2023 and nagatoro is gonna kick it off in january i'm here for it baby yeah it's time to get bullied but in a way you'll enjoy <laughs> <laughs> moving forward this one right here i am gonna lie considering we haven't heard word in about two freaking years i kind of had given up hope and then on top of that the fact that the manhua for it has i believe went on hiatus once again due to the author's health i kind of got a little bit sad i was like yeah it's probably over despite the fact that i really enjoyed it and i thought wow you know we're going in a different direction we're getting anime from places other than japan like yo let's freaking go but we got amazing stupendous news that one of the most disgusting despicable must mouth ass bitches out there will be returning to the screen because we're getting tower of god season two guys <laughs> according to this it says here breaking tower of god season two is in production crunchyroll will stream the anime series and we got a new key visual with rachel and i'm not sure who's that on the other side that's not the main dude is it or no wait actually that's not rachel is that rachel i don't know it's been a little minute but either way i'm just mainly here to see the get back i want to see whatever you know what i'm saying wherever she goes with it i want to see rachel get what's coming to her honestly to this day rachel is still top five anime betrayals of all time i hate her i ain't gonna lie there's a couple of females in anime that is like yo stomp her don't if, if she's on fire don't piss her on her to put her out you know what i'm saying rachel's one of those people and i want to see that it's so weird right like yo i hate this character so much but i can't wait to see i i really want to see honestly revenge whatever is coming to her although i don't know if the main character actually now i think about it wow i can't remember none of the names minus rachel i guess that shows the level of impact because you know you could hate a character but love the character for hating her if that makes any sense it's a quality written character and either way i'm just really puzzled that oh shit it actually happened i thought it was over again the author getting sick and going on hiatus and the fact that it was a part of the crunchyroll productions and it seemed to me personally that majority of those anime really weren't smash hits i think they did like four webtoons adaptations there was this one the tower of god there was god of high school uh, that one that like people have told me for so many years it was great the one with the vampire I can't remember honestly the name of that one either but they did a few of them got a high school I remember being like yo the pacing is too much dog it's just like uh hey look at this cool fight hey look at that cool fight i i can't really get invested into the characters like that so i was disappointed with god of high school tower of god despite the fact that most fans screamed that it was ridiculously fast-paced i like that one i really like that one from the opening as a matter of fact i gotta go listen to that opening as soon as i finish this episode of forever news but from the opening to just about everything about it i like tower of god so i'm i'm very very excited let's get more rachel getting a musty mouth pig-headed just ugh, you you traitorous bitch <laughs> yes people tower of god season two is in production and crunchyroll of course will have it because it's a crunchyroll work and right now out of everything that crunchyroll has done that, that are crunchyroll originals or whatnot this is their best thing and i'm glad that they realize yeah let's make more because you can say whatever you want about the pacing or whatnot i love tower of god and yeah season two in production let's go hopefully we get it maybe spring or summer of 2023 something like that that'd be nice i think there was also like a little teaser that came out as well not just this visual so let's go baby dragon ball fans hit me now believe me later <laughs> dragon ball fans i got two pieces of news one is nice other one is like um 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess we'll start off with uh, the big enchiladas, so to speak, for Dragon Ball news. Um, if you've been waiting for something really epic to come to Dragon Ball Gaming, this might be it, fam. I'm totally being sarcastic, and I can't even hold it. Pretty much, uh, it seems as though Dragon Ball is coming to Fortnite, and I'm not even gonna lie. Just to get the skins, because they might have some value later, and my nephew loves to play Fortnite from time to time, I'm probably gonna get this pack. According to this, it just says, Fortnite teases Dragon Ball Z collab coming this week. Uh, and it had an image of Shenron, and it says, Speak, name your wish, 8-16-2022. So probably within five days, we'll get, I don't know what type of pack it'll be. Oh, wow, now that I think about it, that is actually very smart to cross-promo, because next week we get the Dragon Ball Super Superhero film. So, okay, off-rip, we're gonna get Goku, we're gonna get Piccolo, Gohan. I mean, for me, it would make sense. Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Gohan. Boom, set in stone. But they might want to space it out and have the Goku pack, and then later on down the road, the Vegeta pack, like Vegeta, Trunks, I don't know who the fuck else, but like probably that. That's what they're gonna do so i'm expecting or they might even just go back to the basics just have kid gohan goku piccolo and fuck it krillin or yamcha why not although i i think yamcha would be better for the memes they're probably gonna go with yamcha either way that's what we're getting for fortnite dragon ball and yay i mean i ain't gonna lie i bought the naruto skins i even made a big video i never released it over here because i was like what's the point i don't even care though <laughs> like yo i'm not a big fortnite fan i play every once in a blue moon and whatnot i don't really play it like that and it's like it seems as though one big brand fortnite other big brand dragon ball it just makes sense put it in there like what they did with naruto but i'd just be lying if i said oh my god i can't freaking believe it i maybe you care i don't know <laughs> however in other related dragon ball news dragon ball z i guess you would say a little bit of a cool thing for people that are big fans of dragon ball z and sub i'm not the biggest sub fan of dragon ball z i grew up with the dub it's hard to really make the adjustment despite the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of some of those VAs, but that's a different story for a different time. Um, ultimately, Dragon Ball Z, according to this, will be finally available for streaming over on Crunchyroll in Japanese. According to this, it says, Back in March, Crunchyroll had the powered-up pleasure of adding Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT to its anime catalog, and those options have expanded. In addition to the dub version of DBZ that was previously made available, fans can now watch all of the classic anime adapting the action-packed manga by Akira Toriyama in its original Japanese thanks to the launch of the subtitled version. So they finally put that out, uh, excluding the UK, Ireland, and Nordics. Yo, why y'all gotta exclude them for? What, what the hell, bro? That's not cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dragon Ball Z fans that want to check out the sub or you miss it, you want to rewatch it and sub, it will now be available on Crunchyroll. And again, these are all great tactics for the big movie that's coming out you know a movie comes out in theaters everybody hears about it everybody knows about it so you add that you got fortnite like it's a big dragon ball bonanza i'd argue you know i was gonna say it's a great time to be a dragon ball fan but let's not go that far because it's a hero until i see dragon ball super superheroes i can't really cement on whether or not like shit on it or not i'm gonna just keep it real now i might like it despite the fact it has 3d cg there's elements of berserk 2016 and 2017 that i actually really Really like despite the fact that it looks like a walking train wreck so maybe it might not be that i hate superheroes so let me not get carried away but yeah two big pieces of announcements for dragon ball fans again we got fortnite dragon ball z and uh dragon ball z come or fortnite characters dragon ball fortnite whatever and we got dragon ball z available in japanese subtitled and i guess for good measure hey in case you didn't know august 19th dragon ball super superheroes will be coming to theaters um get excited i'll definitely be doing a review of it over on my main channel and i can assure you as much as i've talked about this film the good and the bad you're probably gonna want to check that review out because i don't know what the hell my opinion could even be close to until i watch this film moving forward some more one piece news for you although this one is kind of an interesting thing i'd imagine this is definitely a great way that they're using to market the upcoming one piece film red film because if i'm not mistaken in case you don't know it seemingly has been completely marketed like yo dog it's a shanks film and then on top of that you have his daughter 
Uta and Uta seemingly is like some sort of singer like there's been even little bit of pieces of manga stuff that Oda has added in the manga chapters to really emphasize that and this is honestly a great way to cross promote that uh hey Uta's a singer let's partner up with Spotify which by the way you can go listen to my new single the time is now over on all streaming platforms it's a really dope song rock mix with rap and yeah I think you'll like it for the most part think like Linkin Park except it's Fenev and yeah that's my passions I'd greatly appreciate anybody that checks it out at the very least yeah I'm sorry I couldn't resist my lord but according to this it says here Spotify has launched a special playlist in collaboration with One Piece Film Red and Uta no Uta's album TV advertisement special podcasts and more are scheduled during all of August Spotify and One Piece Film Red are also launching their Uta Search Campaign, a treasure hunt event in Shibuya in which participants will look for lyric ads in the streets. That sounds like so much fun, man. If that was over here, dog, I'd go with all my kiddos and there'd be, yo, check that dumpster over there. Uta shit might be it. Nah, I ain't gonna send my kids to the dumpster, but yo, that, that would actually be so fly. I wish we get more stuff like that over there. But yeah, that honestly makes sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of the reason why they did that. Like, yo, dog, we could catch a bag over at Spotify which you could also listen to Forever News. I haven't promoted this in a hundred years, but Forever News is on all podcast streaming services. You can listen right now to the full episode if you don't have time to click on YouTube. Although, let's be real. The video version is the best. Y'all know y'all love seeing me. Y'all know y'all just love it. I love it. You love it. We love each other. I'm being goofy. But yes, people, uh, One Piece Film Red is doing a crossover with Spotify with podcasts. Yo, podcasts. I'm like one of the top dogs in anime and manga podcasts. Hit me up. Even though I'm more than a podcast we a show we, we we do big stuff but yeah one piece film red podcast special album for uta all sorts of stuff uh going down i'm interested in the musical aspect of it like that sounds like it could be really dope there's some really good j-pop and j-rock music out there and if they make a good album i'm gonna tune in next up a very 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 small piece of martial magic and muscles anime news or an update uh they posted this as says martial tv anime setting art number one eastern academy and the adaptation is set to broadcast in 2023 and they basically just showed hogwarts and uh, in case you don't know about martial magic and muscles it's literally like saitama one punch man humor with saitama or rock lee and harry potter that's pretty much what it is and yeah they just showed a scenery to kind of just showcase that they're working and i ain't gonna lie the detail on this is pretty freaking awesome which gives me a little bit of hope that yo don't drop the ball on this considering the fact that marshall's manga will probably be done upon launch yeah y'all make sure y'all get that anime right i ain't gonna lie i want that shit to look crisp it's a1 pictures in case you didn't know and a1 they've got a pretty good track record of making things look beautiful i don't know about adaptation wise but considering the source material is pretty much going to be all right there this isn't going to be a case of like you know trying to play catch up with my hero or naruto as it goes weekly marshall's in its final arc and it's probably going to end by the time the anime shows up do it right i mean they're putting their best foot forward we're making these backgrounds look beautiful in the eastern academy so i'm expecting greatness don't let me down, A1, or I will I will flame your ashes. No. <laughs> but yeah, people, Marshall's scheduled for 2023 still, and we've got an art setting for Easton Academy. Okay, people, next up, I wanted to cover this. This is an interview courtesy of Anime News Network with the president of Studio Bones. We talked about the president of Studio Bones a little bit earlier in a couple of stories like Mob Psycho and whatnot, but in particular, this one, I feel like it's good to get into the head of these people because y'all already know there's been a lot of controversy with Studio bones in particular regarding my hero academia so let's see what dude got to say in this interview about what's happening over at studio bones and maybe it might give us some green lights or some red flags regarding what's going on over there and the future of like my hero mob psycho etc etc interview with bones president masahiko minami that's the dude yeah at Crunchyroll Expo, we checked in with Bones president Masahiko Minami to see how things are going with the studio lately. We also asked him opinions on everyone's favorite con man, Reagan. Does Minami know that Reagan has become an internet sex symbol? Oh god, he has? <laughs> Since when? I mean, I know people like Reagan, but okay uh people sexualizing mob psycho god damn yo what's wrong with humanity last time Anne was able to have an interview with you was in 2013 what major changes have happened at bones in the last 10 years masahiko minami says i've got
gotten older by 10 years. Within this time span, we have worked on series like Mob Psycho 100, My Hero Academia, and Bungo Stray Dogs. I've always wanted to check that out. I heard it was pretty good. Which all started at around the same time, six to seven years ago. But we have continued to work on these series until even today, which is a first for Studio Bones. To have so many titles continuing on for so long. To be able to continue these projects all this while is a great source of pride for us. That is really dope. And they really don't. Minus My Hero, you know, whatever. But they don't really drop the ball of like, hey, this episode looks horrendous. Like, I don't think there's ever been a case of like, it looks horrendous. Especially with Mob Psycho. I don't know about Bungo. <laughs> uh, similar when it comes to our original works like Ureka 7, which we've been working on for the past 17 years, with the movie last year being the conclusion to the movie series. To be able to continue producing new titles for a series over such a long span, it's really rare, and we see it as a huge achievement. I've noticed that Studio Bones hasn't taken on any projects that will fall into the isekai trend that's common right now. I was curious if that was a deliberate decision. I'm not really sure what exactly counts as isekai, what the boundaries of the genre are. For example, we've worked on titles like Scrap Princess, which blurs the line between fantasy and isekai, and Snow White with the red hair. Didn't he just say he doesn't know what isekai is, and then he said that, okay. Uh, a fantasy, so I'm not really sure if these count. But when I used to work at Sunrise, I worked on Escaflone. Isn't that a classic? So that's really dope. So in my mind, titles like those, where a girl who goes on an adventure in a new world, are the pioneers of the isekai genre. Also, Yoshiyuki Tomino directed Aurora Battler Dunbine, which hardly anyone knows about these days. It's not that we don't take on isekai titles on purpose, it's just that the other animation studios do more isekai work, so those tend to not really come to us. I would like to give it a shot sometime. That'd be dope. Bones is in charge of multiple popular series including My Hero Academia, Bungo Stray Dogs, and Mob Psycho 100. And you've talked about having several sub-studios handling those. How do you allocate resources to these sub-studios while also creating original work? In general, at Bones, the sub-studios center around the producers for these projects. My Hero is the only exception because it's such a long series. We have a sub-studio. We read that like in another story, but they got a whole studio directed towards My Hero. But in general, if a director or producer wants to work on a specific project or have have a proposal for an original show they want to make then a sub studio will be formed around that particular project or proposal this is kind of a funny question but i was wondering if you was aware that reagan arataka from mob psycho has trended as an internet sex symbol what do you think of the fans attraction of reagan y'all some weird motherfuckers <laughs> it's okay to be weird i'm not judging i'm just saying why reagan like what ne what next you're gonna sexualize mob yeah probably do I, I i don't doubt it never mind i had no idea he was a sex symbol is he a sex I'm, I'm wondering like yo did the people the person that did this interview were you sexualizing reagan uh shout outs to you no disrespect all jokes one thing about reagan is that he's a bit childlike but he does try to act very mature as an adult i do think he is vi very visually handsome what am i reading but one of the big appeals about him is the combination of mob and reagan and their interactions with each other that's facts mob and reagan each have some qualities that they lack and as such they complement each other very well another interesting aspect about reagan is that he starts as an isolated character but as the series goes on many people gather around him and discover that he's kind of nice and fun to be around so i feel like he is quite a central character in that regard i think that people try to show off their maturity once they become adults but reagan is quite true to himself reagan is damn near jimmy mcgill from uh, better call Saul breaking bad he's a con man lawyer hey although most lawyers you know he says what he thinks and expresses his emotions freely, whether it's happiness or sadness. I'm not sure how he became to be seen as a sex symbol, though. Where did that come from? Weirdos! There was a period of time where when you search the term internet sex symbol in Google, pictures of Reagan would turn up. I had no idea. Must have been someone else's doing. Yeah, I bet it was you, motherfucker, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> the first two seasons of Mob Psycho 100 were major successes, thanks in part to the high technical ability as seen in the animation. How was the animation team maintaining that level of quality with a first-time director Takahiro Hasui at the helm. Director Tachikawa continues to oversee the entire process from the script writing all the way to the art direction. He checks everything. Director Hasui is new and young and especially for Mob Psycho where everything is hand-drawn, having both old and new talents contrast each other's works really well. Is there a character in Mob Psycho that you feel deserves more attention and who is your favorite character personally? Reagan is my favorite character. Like I said earlier, Reagan has the confidence to say things that other people can't bring themselves to say. I I think it's like I said earlier. Reagan has the confidence to say things that other people can't bring themselves to say. I think it's really cool that Reagan is the type of character who can go to the bar alone even though he can't really drink. That was really, really enjoyable to read minus some of the weirdo stuff. But yeah, 
Reagan is a sex symbol, apparently. What? what? How? Worldwide? Yes, people, a little bit of words from President of Studio Bones on Mob Psycho 100, My Hero Academia, Boongo Stray Dogs, and the internet sex symbol known as Reagan Arataka. Next up, quick update for Blue Lock fans. Despite the fact that the anime has not arrived just yet, apparently they're getting a spinoff with it. Well, not anime-wise, but according to this, it says, Blue Lock is getting a spinoff novel series on October 17th along with volume 21 and volume 1 of episode Nagi. It features about Isagi, Naki, and Bachida before entering Blue Lock. The novel is- oh so it's a prequel novel series. Interesting. The novel is written by Moegi Momo and Muneyuki is the editor. Okay so I believe that's the same editor. Muneyuki Kaneshiro, he's the editor of Blue Lock. So it could probably be solid. When I see these things, because I'm not necessarily going to read the Blue Lock novel if I'm just being all the way real. Maybe 20 years from now or some shit. But now I, I don't see myself reading a novel. But I see that as potential. If it pops off, they'll turn it either straight away into anime or a manga and then an anime, something like that. So the fact that Muneyuki, the editor of Blue Lock, is going to be editing this novel, that's a good sign. That means it'll be in continuity. It's also going to be a prequel, which... Sometimes a spinoff could be tricky because if you're going to give content that people probably would love to hear within the actual original material, it could be a slippery slope of kind of robbing away. That's one of the things why I always have to respect One Piece, Eichiro Oda. He never, no matter how popular One Piece was, there was never no big canonical spinoff series of like, he could have eased. And there's like 50 characters in One Piece that he could have easily did a spinoff. We could have had a Roger spinoff all along, like how Magi had the Sinbad spinoff, which was a prequel. We could have easily had that, but Oda's integrity never allowed it. Shoutouts to the GOAT, but not to say that there's no integrity with this work let's be clear i'm just saying that yeah it could get tricky we'll see how it goes but either way blue lock getting a spin-off novel series for you lads moving forward i believe weekly shonen magazine is off this week so we don't have weekly shonen magazine author comments but we do have weekly shonen jump Let's take a look. Let's take it from the top with Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days. My college friend made me some mini figurines. I'm so happy. Then we got Eichiro Oda, creator of One Piece. In order to play Bikurapong Gacha at Kura Sushi, I ate about 40 plates. So fun and painful. Didn't Oda complain about his weight in that interview with Gosho Aoyama? And then you're eating 40 plates or something? Oda, let's be a little bit more conscious of what we're doing here, buddy. We got Yuki Tabata author of goat clover i'm sorry i mean black clover while i was off two friends teamed up to start a new series super smartphone is super oh shit yeah that's one of the new joints oh the, some of his friends yo tabata be putting people on shout out to tabata shout out to black clover uh me and roboko shuhei miyazaki i've made it to chapter 100 thanks to all of you i'm currently working on the storyboards for chapter 101 they're not progressing at all shout outs to me and roboko very underrated little gem out there uh, then we got, let's see here, we've got Kohei Horikoshi, author of My Hero Academia. Only the dentist still treats me like a kid. They gave me so much painkillers. That's not good. That's not good at all. Painkillers can lead to addiction. That's not dope. Uh, yeah, hope you're alright, Kohei Horikoshi. I don't like hearing that. Uh, then we got author of Jujutsu Kaisen, Gege Akutami. You went from infinite to mock. Are you okay? To all of you thinking that... I agree with you. <laughs> I believe they're referring to the battle with Naoya and Maki and how it went from infinite to mock, which wouldn't that be a decrease or something like that? I don't know, but yeah, fans are, I'd imagine, roasting Gege. Leave Gege alone. Don't play with the GOAT, okay? That, that's the new age Yoshihiro Tagashi. Relax with that. Don't, don't play. Don't play. Then we got Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. I get emotional each time I eat Yoshinoya's Negitama Beef Bowl. It's so good. And we'll close off with Genosuke, Doran Doran, once again at the bottom. I've been adding tofu to vinegar pork, oyakoron, and stuffed peppers. It's delicious. Eat up, dog, because, yeah, you in the bottom too much. They're gonna, they're gonna can that shit. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am just pulling this out of my ass but i'm not really because yeah doran doran has been in the bottom for ages they're probably looking for the next serialization round and that'll probably be the next to go 
Hopefully not, because I liked what I read of Duran Duran. And let's close things off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week, courtesy of the lad known as Jost underscore K. So, at the 50th place, and it's like, I don't know what, almost a month in, Dr. Stone's final volume, probably the last time it will place, selling 13,304, with a total of 228,000 copies sold for that volume. Not too shabby at all, if I do say so myself, my lord. Uh, then moving forward, we got Mystery Tolunakari, 14,000, total of 419,000. Kaon Shuffle, there's still more Kaon going on. Kaon Shuffle, Volume 2, 15,005 days. Not the greatest, but Kaon, who, who talks about Kaon nowadays? That's kind of a oddball. Then we got places 40 through 31, damn near almost completely filled with Spy Family volumes 40, 39, 38, 35, 33, 32, all eh, about like close to 20,000 copies. So shout outs to Spy Family. Then we got places 30 through 21, few more volumes of Spy Family. Uh at number 30, volume 6, 19,000. Anything notable in there? Boom boom boom. Uh, again, Spy Family at number 23. With That's the latest volume, if I'm not mistaken. Volume 9, 21,000. Uh, at 22, Tokyo Revengers. And, oh, it's been a couple months. 801,000. I'm imagining that volume will hit a million before it leaves. It's still got a ways to go. It got about, you know, 200,000. But shout out to Tokyo Revengers still doing its thing, even though it kind of fell off a little bit, if I'm being honest. And I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Like, people aren't raving about it, like when the anime was going and. I kind of know why, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, then we got places 20 through 11. Blue Lock Volume 20 um, at number 18. 24,000 this week. In total, 131,000. When that anime drops, boy, you better watch. Better watch. Uh, then we got that Slime Series Volume 21. 27,000 this week. 430. Then we got the Koiju Number 8. Volume 7, uh, 471,000, and what is that, 28 days or 26, I can't even see. 28 days, 29,000 this week. Man, I want to get caught up on Kaiju number 8. I'm like 10 chapters behind, and I really, really rock with it. Then we got at number 11, My Hero Academia, Volume 35, uh, and about a month, 28 days, 559,000. It's almost 600,000, not too bad, 32,000, My Hero Academia. The comeback been strong ever since we got rid of that terrible editor. It's been doing its thing. <laughs> uh, then we got Top 10, Top 10, Disney Twisted Wonderland. Oh, God, Disney, stay out of anime and manga. I'm sorry, just the word Disney, huh? Let's carry on. Um, and I'm sure it's a great manga. Oh, you love it. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, number six. Oh, the final volume of Golden Kamui, Volume 31, Finale. Uh, in 13 days, 311,000. I'm sure they're going to miss that money because that's some pretty freaking good sales. 311,000. And the Golden Kamui, I think the fourth season is ongoing or it's coming soon. Like, shout outs to Golden Kamui. I loved what I seen of it. Uh, then we got Top 2, Honey Lemon Soda. I always find these titles to be mad odd. In a full seven days, 101,000. And at number one, wow, Black Butler. Did not see that coming. Five days on sale, 133,000 copies sold. Shout outs to all those mangas. Sorry we didn't include these in the last one. But yeah, they were posted a little bit after filming. But yeah, top 50 best-selling manga of the week. Let me know. But that's all we have for this episode of Forever News. Curious what you guys think. Most important story, favorite story, something I didn't mention. And you're like, come on, Fenev, mention it. Let me know. I'm Fenev World. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace in and you just watched another episode of whatever news have an awesome day lads i have a dream alone in my room as i sit with the tea couldn't possibly think what i often see and you don't even know how i often blink lights be flashing and looking at me such an odd unique yet i'm so unique and you're looking at me if the wolves could talk they would probably be weak and i'd probably say bitch Fuck off me.